1: But tomorrow can be bigger Just grow, let your world overflow, yeah. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself.
2: Hello. This is the Live Big Broadcast. Today we will hear a classic message from Bishop Greer. We believe this word will bless you, so let's get into this classic teaching as we continue our previous broadcast.
1: And there are certain diseases, certain problems, certain reports, certain conversations that it seemed that there's no natural way for you to be delivered, set free. And, and this, I mean, death and destruction is imminent. But we serve a mighty But if if we just find that secret, but you, you know what? This is God's approach typically to human problems. And almost every time there was a major problem in the earth, you know the way God answered it? He sent a baby. The Israelites were in captivity. Moses rushed on the waters of the Nile. And the princess grabbed him. God wanted a Messiah to come to the earth. Abraham, at his old age, had a baby. The world was full of sin. No one can save, could save. Matter of fact, the revelator said, John was on the Isle of Patmos and he was the great revelation came to him. The angel was there. Jesus was there, the whole deal. And he wept, the Bible said, because no one could open the scrolls of the book. But then the Bible said, but behold the lion of the tribe of Judah. How did God solve the sin problem? God sent a baby, placed this seed of the word of God into Mary's womb. Before we know it, she's rocking a baby in the manger. Typically, the answers to the world's needs are not thought through as much as conceived. The answer to the problem in your life is probably not going to be line upon line. It's not going to be intellectual. something caught and conceived in the womb of your spirit here's this analogy that's making me super nervous and I wish I'd quit already but typically people don't get pregnant the first time I mean there's some exceptions it takes a number of times just like every seed you put in the soil every one doesn't always sprout up but you know if you put enough in there Eventually, something's going to stick. So I can't guarantee that that every single time you go to God in prayer, you're going to absolutely leave there with the answer. But what I do know is if you do it enough, if it becomes a daily habit, if it becomes part of your lifestyle, it's just a matter of time before you see results. As soon as Hezekiah finished his prayer watch what happens in verse 19 then Isaiah the son of Amos, son of Hezekiah said thus says the Lord God of Israel notice after he prayed he heard the word of the Lord how many need a word from the Lord follow the pattern he said because you have prayed to me against Sennacherib king of Assyria I have what heard all because a king prayed Imagine if God's kings and queens would return to prayer today. Imagine the power that could be released. Because as one king prayed, an angel was released, and 185,000 soldiers were killed in a night. 2 Kings 20, and verse 1. Now, here's where I wanted to um, get to today. In those days, meaning the days where the nation was under threat, Hezekiah was sick and near death. Now here's the deal. Hezekiah was the first faithful king in over a 100 years. Judah had some, some horrible kings. And, and the first good king. I mean, he, he reopened the temple. He did a lot of good stuff. But watch this. It says, in those days, Hezekiah was sick and near death. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. And sometimes they happen at the worst possible time. This is not a time for the king to be sick. This is not a time for there to be the instability in the palace where an enemy like that is right outside the city walls. And it says, and Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, thus says the Lord, set your house in order. Wow. God was telling him it was over. And he needed to prepare someone else to finish his reign. That's the way he, he, he says the rest of the sentence. For you shall die. And not live. Meaning if you didn't understand you shall die. How about not live? (laughs) Meaning. This statement was emphatic. Had a six or seven exclamation points at the end of it. Most people would fall apart if, if, if they heard a word from God like that. But I want you to watch Hezekiah's response. Then he turned his face to the wall. Just like Jesus said, he turned away from every distraction. I mean, he, he's a king, he got lots of stuff to do. But he, he walks away from the king's desk. I don't know if he had a desk, but he walked away from it. And, 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 and he turned his face to actually the temple wall to seek God. I want you to ask the question. Tell me the answer to this does it really matter if Lucius gets back together with Cookie? (laughs) I I just just want to know. If you happen to miss Jane the Virgin one night of the week, I mean, is the earth going to stop spinning? But the studies show we watch six to seven hours of television every day, but we can't find a little bit of undivided, a little bit of time just to pull away, close the door, say, God, it's me and you just for a moment. So glad you have me. I mean, really, what's gonna happen if you don't listen to CNN just for one day? I mean, What's going to, I mean, really, really, how bad your life going to be if you miss one football game? A season. <laughs> Some of you guys aren't so sure. I'm going to fill in the room here. Okay. So, Bishop, I was with you until that point now. <laughs> All right, we, we, we got to finish here. The time keeps moving. And he prayed to the Lord, saying, and this is the king praying. This is his prayer. He turns away from everything. He prays. Remember now, O Lord, I pray, how I walk before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what was good in your sight. Now, this king was under the old covenant, and he could not depend on Jesus' righteousness the way we can uh, today in prayer. So he had to rely on his own. Now, this is important. If God could reverse that impossible situation based on a fault-ridden king's righteousness... How much more those of us robed in the very righteousness of Jesus Christ. If he could get those types of results under an inferior covenant. How much more on those under a better covenant where our sins have been atoned for? We are washed white as snow. Prayer is one of the most important things we can do. And my concern is we try to get the temperature right. You know, the chairs are nice and cushy. Matter of fact, we bought extra cushion for the chairs. Not only that, we got extra wide chairs to make sure everybody's comfortable. I mean, we, we, well, we got to work on that lobby. That's why we get a new building it's a little too small. But the short of it is the bathrooms are comfortable. Uh, I can't mention the parking either. That, that's a problem. But if all you learn is church and not how to pray, I have done you a disservice. Because prayer is where the real power is not knowing how to pray back to this analogy, sorry it's like the bride and groom going down the aisle but never conceiving the marriage we're stronger together only because we, we, we come to God alone and if we don't know how to get hold of God for ourselves we are at a disadvantage in the midst of a wicked and perverse Generation. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. This was no cold matter of fact, you know, uh, just formal prayer. This prayer came from deep within this man's heart. And only prayer that comes from the heart can connect with God's heart. And it happened after he prayed and wept. Now, Isaiah just told this king, hey, buddy, you're dead. Three exclamation points, dead. But watch this. All because a man prays, God reverses himself. Watch this. And I know there's theology and everything behind it. Maybe make the, the change of heart. By the way, it's, your change of heart can change your situation. The, the, the thing that's coming on you don't have to come on you. If you turn to him, you could turn some things away. But I do recognize some, some things you do have to go through. But there are things that but Jesus said, taught him to pray. He said, lead me not into temptation. So he was saying, pray to God that you don't have to go through all that. That's right. That's right. You might have to go through if you don't pray. I hope a light bulb just went off. Well, let's keep going. But before Isaiah had gone out into the middle of the court, meaning before the prophet. Now, this is not just any old prophet. It's not someone just got a business card, wrote prophet on and said, I'm a prophet. It's not not that. This is a canonical prophet. This is the guy that prophesied hundreds of years before Jesus saw the cross clearer than even the eyewitnesses. I mean, he saw him pulling out the beard, the whole deal. He saw all, actually that was in it. But anyway, uh, the the short of it is he saw and he knew this was a genuine prophet of God. So he got it right the first time. There was no mistake. But before he, he could reach the front door, God told him to turn around. Hezekiah's prayer turned the prophet God can still turn things around. Amen. When life becomes too hard to stand, kneel. The word of the Lord came to him saying, Return and tell Hezekiah, the leader of my people, thus saith the Lord, the God of David, your father. Watch this. I've heard your prayer. Meaning the only reason it was turned around was because God heard his what? prayer, and I've seen your tears. This was undistracted prayer mingled with heartfelt tears. This was not, now, some people try to cry, and they're you know, like, well, God, I'm crying, so give it, that's not what it is. When it comes from the heart, the tears are natural. Well, God wants that heart moment, and, and, and when you have that heart mo- I can't explain it. I have lots of head moments with God, lots of them. I'm thinking about this, I'm like, what do you think? And we're just thinking, you know, and It takes me a while, and I'm sorry, I wish I was deeper, but it takes me a while to sometimes have that heart connect moment when I know me and God just merged. I know that that something big just happened. And a lot of us call those head moments prayer. That's not really prayer. That's thinking. Prayer is that connection. Back to this illustration. You know, but before a uh, married man and woman together, they, they just imagine. That's nice. But then there comes a time to do it. I know. In my mind, I'm imagining and I'm thinking. But is there a connection between me and the holy? Is there spiritual deposits and, 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 and righteous? Seed like tree seeds. Okay, let's get all this right, okay? Being deposited. He said, I've heard your prayer and I've seen your tears. Satan only tries to limit our praying because he knows our praying limits him. You know, I have a greater spiritual battle over my prayer life than any other thing. You say, well, Bishop, you spoke... No, 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 no. I mean, I got calls and needs every single day, almost every hour of the day. Details that need to be tended to. And my greatest battle... It's to get along with God because something's always calling me. Something always needs help in, in the hand. Something always needs my attention. And my battle is to pull away where none of that's on my mind, only me and God. And my guess is that's probably your battle too. We have all this alluring stuff calling for our attention, but it has no eternal value at all. And we end up being 90 years old, and all we did, we, we watched stuff that disappeared and went away, but we never really had eternal moments come on, come on. with the living God. There's no battle like the battle you will face, praying. Well... He heard the, the uh, God said, I heard your prayer. And then watch the way God responds. He says, surely, mean, meaning he said an amen even before the prayer was done. Surely I will what? Heal you. This healing did not come when Hezekiah got serious with the doctors. The healing came when Hezekiah got serious with his God. And that thing you need will not necessarily come when you listen to all the doctors, even this doctor. It'll come. When you get serious with your personal God in your personal closet, telling him your personal need, God has no stepchildren and he will not relate to you through some television preacher through this pulpit. He wants a relationship with you. On the third day, when you pray, resurrection is on the way. You shall go up to the house of the Lord. Now watch this. God healed him so he can continue to worship. And here's the question If God healed you, what would you continue to do? And he said, And I will add to you to your days fifteen what years? Hezekiah only asked to be healed of a disease, but God gave him because he prayed. And sought him an additional 15 years unto him who's able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we could ask or think. But we got to get on our knees and we still got to ask and then he'll do above it. He said, I will deliver you in this city from the hand of King Assyria. All because, again, a man prays. Skip to verse 7. This is really important. Isaiah 7. Then then Isaiah said, take a lump of what? Figs. Figs was used as medicine, poultry. Uh, at this particular time. And by the way, God has no problems with doctors practicing medicine as long as we realize it's ultimately God who heals. So they took and laid it on the boil. Watch this. And he what? Recovered. It was no less a miracle because Hezekiah used medicine. And God, again, he has no problem. He doesn't mind you listening to your, your doctor as long as you ultimately trust the Lord. So Hezekiah... Asked Isaiah, he said, okay, Kesokai is smart. He said, well, um, you know, Isaiah maybe hadn't been written yet and he didn't understand how accurate he is. I don't don't know what what happened here. But he needed confirmation. He wasn't this guy that just kind of believed there, he wasn't naive and gullible. Some saints are like little birds, not you, the person next to you, of course. (laughs) Eyes closed, mouths wide open, and people just feeding them nonsense. So he said, what will be the sign that the Lord will heal me and that I will go up in the temple, uh, to the temple of the Lord on the third day from now? He probably he used the same medicine before and it didn't work. So he's like, I need to know that this time is going to be different. And there's nothing wrong with asking God to confirm his word. That's not unbelief. Uh, his written word now, that, that's confirmation. But if God speaks a word to you uh, outside of the written word, you do, not need, you, you do need, I'm sorry, Uh, confirmation even when God speaks me a word from the scripture I'm like show me somewhere else in the scripture at least two or three other places in the scripture so I can make sure I'm hearing it right and God doesn't get upset by that he meets me and I'm sure he'll meet you every single time verse 9 let's move Isaiah answered this is the Lord's sign to you that the Lord will will do what he has promised so he posed the question, shall the shadow go forward 10 steps or shall it go back 10, uh, 10 steps? It's a little difficult for, for us to understand, but the short of it is they use a, a sundial right back then to, to tell time. And uh, so God was promising either to accelerate or reverse time for this one praying man. Meaning God will. Ex- James says God does not show favoritism. What he does for one, he will do for all. So if God was willing to either accelerate or reverse time for this man, tell me what he cannot and will not do for you. Okay, you're not sure about that. You're like, well, I can't change history. I can't. Let me tell you, I have been there. I'm like, Lord, you can't fix that. That's too big. And matter of fact, it's done now. You cannot fix it. It's amazing. God has fixed it. A lot of times he changed my perspective. Uh, I don't know maybe I guess he might not be able to change the fact that it happened but but, uh, matter of fact since it's not here anymore you understand yesterday's not here anymore it's gone the only place it remains in your memory it's amazing how God has changed my memory of things changed my perspective of things things that I was reaping consequences for all of a sudden changed that and I'm not even reaping consequences it was like the thing never occurred God can reverse time He could speed things up, slow things down. He is still God. Time is his servant. Well, Hezekiah got to thinking. He said, you know what? Okay, you God and everything. So time's already moving forward. Someone could say that's a coincidence. Someone could just kind of feel that their day, you know, went a little faster than the previous day. Hezekiah wanted God to do something super <laughs> But here's the point. We, we have to give God enough credit to ask Him to do things only God can do. Yeah. So that when it happens, no one can say it's luck, Come on. Come on. no one can say it's coincidence. On. No, 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 no one can say that, that you know, it, it just kind of happened because you were talented. He said, You're going to watch the clock, not only, and you're going to watch the hands of your clock. And see, I can understand if he did something weird just with this this little wrist piece. But in order for this to happen, he had to do something with the son. I can't explain it. But God has fun with his children, God's still a daddy. And, and, and God create, just like, you know, my house, when you, when you have a little kid, you'll tear up the house just a little bit to play with the kids, have fun with the kids, and, and all the rest. And, and mama may not like it and everything, but, but the bottom line is you, you do it for your kids, and God was like, you know, this is my universe. Right. This is my house. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and imagine the hands of your clock start going backwards. And that's one thing. Then imagine the hand of everyone else's watch going backwards. At the same time, so everybody in Jerusalem, the sun is moving in a different direction. And he's doing this to confirm a point to one person, one person who discovered the power of the secret place. One person who's willing to seek God in crisis. One person who got a bad report and said, well, Lord, you got the final report. Then the prophet Isaiah called on the Lord. So here's the deal. The king prayed, but then his pastor prayed. And I do pray for you and I care about you. But you know what? Unless you pray, my praying for you is very limited. After Hezekiah prayed, then Isaiah was released to pray. So now you see the power of agreement here. So the prophet Isaiah called on the Lord and the Lord made the shadow go back 10 steps. It had gone down the stairway of Ahaz. Ahaz. The point here is God could even turn back time. But we first have to turn our faces to the wall to be frank with you, to leave all this stuff behind for just a little bit a day is really not going to mess up much. You're really not missing anything to be frank with you. In order to get these results, you have to begin to turn your face. I believe this is God's exhortation to this house. He's saying, if my people who call by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, I'll heal their land. You hear me? But we got to do some turning. I can pray and I do pray, but you got to do some praying. And I love you and everything, but I'm not part of your family circle. You might be the only one in your whole family circle praying for that family. And if you don't turn your face, they're never going to receive it. I happen to know you, but, but I don't know them. That's right. You know them. And imagine if the thousands of people that came here today to watching by live stream, if all of us turn to God. Man, there'll be miracles all over the United States of America. People, you know, in Ohio and all of people praying, they would be like, how did this happen? Well, all because. A group of people took the narrative of Hezekiah seriously and listened to the instructions of Jesus. Amen. So my prayer today is that you turn away and you start doing it daily. Not only when things get bad, just a little bit of time daily. Just me and you, Father. Let's let let's talk about it. Let's. Let, let, I just want to celebrate you. Walk through even if you had nothing to talk about. Lord, I love you. I worship you. Good God, you're just so good. And, and spend that quality time. And it's just a matter of time before you start leaving that room, that that prayer room, that that prayer closet, conceiving things in your spirit, things that you didn't walk into that room with, you walked out with, all because of your new commitment. y'all get anything out of today?
2: You've been listening to a classic message from Derek Greer. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live a life bigger than yourself today. If you want to know more about becoming a Christian or want to rededicate your life to Christ, Bishop Greer wants to walk you through a step-by-step guide. It's the most important decision you'll ever make. Visit gracechurchva.org slash salvation to find out more. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Va TV. And while you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's all for today. Until next time, live big.